affectionately known as the Poop Police, Ms. India Holloway. We are talking about glands today. Glands. You know the term glands, right? But do you really know what the glands are and how they work for you? Well, your body's balance and health is dependent on the strength and the activity of your glands. And I'll repeat this over and over again, and you're going to get tired of hearing me say this, but your glands will suffer the most from lifestyle, high in stress, and low in nutrition and rest. Bam, that's it. Your glands will suffer. And the glandular malfunction leads to a wide range of health problems uh, today from thyroid malfunction to hair loss, exhaustion, diabetes, and there's so much more. And I'm going to give you an overview of the major glands, which is a, the, the glands are like a loop of hormones released into um, the internal organisms directly, and it goes directly through your circulatory system regarding and, and, and regulating distant target organs, distant from the brain to the ovaries, distant target organs. We're going to talk about how to treat them, how to feed them, what to expect from them, and what they expect from you. Uh, I'll, I'll also give you specific recommendations on how to maintain your health in no particular order. Ladies and gentlemen, your glands go nowhere. Stay tuned. Today is February the 19th. I do believe this is a live broadcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this great planet. My name is India Holloway. I am an international colon hydrotherapist. I am an iridologist. I am a lecturer. I am the author of a book entitled, The Body Doesn't Know How to Die. And I start out by saying thank you to my regular listeners who are there every week. Thank you for hanging in there because without you, there is no me. And I thank you for that, to be the loyal listeners that you are. And for those that are listening in for the very first time, I want to say howdy and welcome and encourage you to listen in every week at this very same time from 10 to 11 on the West Coast time. Thank you for being there. And if you want to add anything to this broadcast or any broadcast that we do, please pick up 
the phone and dial 310-928-7733 or just uh, type us a line at innerlightradio and at, at yahoo.com. That's innerlightradio at yahoo.com. I will get it and I will respond to it. So please feel free if you're a little shy with the phone calls, send us a text. Let me take a moment to thank our men and women in the armed forces, those men and women out there, uh, those brave souls that keep us safe here on the home front. Um, you know, especially those that are off in distant corners of the world and um, they do need to know that we're here supporting them and giving them well wishes. Uh, they are out there to protect us, people. So always send a prayer, send a thanks. Let them know we're here for their sacrifice. And while we're thanking them, let's thank the uh, the men and women right here at home. Our first responders, uh, firemen, police officers, police, nurses, school teachers, principals, bus drivers. Uh, you know, these folks sacrifice their lives. They're helping raise our children. They are there for us. Thank you. And thank you again. This broadcast is not meant to heal or cure or treat any disease, but we will educate you and help you save yourself. Education, huge. And today we're going to talk about the body's balance, the body's glands, the glandular system. And from top to bottom, we have glands everywhere. And um, for those that are just now tuning in, your glands are your major hormonal system. And this glandular system, as I said on the onset, will suffer most uh, uh, under your lifestyle, high in stress lifestyle, high in lack of nutrition, lack of rest lifestyle, glandular malfunction sets in and the problems began. And like I said, from your thyroid uh, malfunction to your hair loss, exhaustion, diabetes. There's an array of things that will happen. And you don't even know that it's your glands that are suffering. Because when you take, you know, lack of rest and, and now you're having brain fog and now you are exhausted all the time. And you think, what could this be? You think, what could this be? I'm going to tell you now. Let's start with the gland, the adrenos. Because 
when you have adrenal exhaustion, and that's exactly what it is, when your adrenals are not functioning properly, first of all, the adrenals lie just atop of the kidneys. And they're tiny little glands sitting up there, minding their own business, just waiting for you to give them commands. And they send uh, a, a, a hormone called adrenaline. That's what adrenaline is. It's a hormone. And it sends it out when the body's requesting um, this fight or flight syndrome, right? And when this happens, this hormone sends out the, there's, there's two. There's adrenaline and neuroephalephrine. And, it, and it's that fight or flight syndrome, as I said. So adre- adrenaline, it's the main function that keeps us going. Listen, without adrenaline, the body will die. So if you are stressing out this this gland, this tiny little chestnut size above the kidney in the back of the body, when you use it up, because you can use up your adrenaline, the body will die, right? No, the body knows how to protect itself and how to live. So it will then create uh, hypercortisol, hypercortisol, and then you have the exhaustion, you have your your different things that happen in the body, maybe heart palpitations, things like that. But you really need to know that there's a lot of little things that you can do to help the adrenals. First of all, stop stressing. What is it that I tell you all the time? You're stressing over someone else's wants, someone else's needs, someone else's personality to make somebody else money at your expense. And you're stressing over someone else. Okay, so gonna have to learn how to get this thing under control. One of the things that you can do is help the health lifestyle. The lifestyle is really what does it. Okay, fried foods, stop it. Avoid the the high, high fats all the time. So I know there's a lot of you that are hooked on French fries, you know, and you're eating them all the time and you think, okay, I'm only having French fries. I eat clean all the rest of the time. But that high fat causes your body to do certain things, okay? Stop. Control yourself. Get rid of the French fries every now and then if you if you want it, but don't go into that binge that most people do. Okay, red meats. Mm. If you 
if you are a meat eater, you should eat the red meats, the muscle meats, maybe once a month. And if you do it every other week, then you have to do other things to make sure that this body is maintaining itself. Adrenal health is so important. And if you're not paying attention, um, your body will suffer under the weight of all of that not paying attention syndrome. So there's certain herbs that you can do that will help with the adrenos. Licorice root is one of them. All right. Licorice root. Your um, wild yam root. Uh, ginseng. How about Siberian ginseng and turmeric? Those are some things that will help with the adrenals if they are a little bit out of control and askew. Got it? Okay, so the, the other uh, hormone uh, secretion is, is coming from your hypothalamus. You're going, what the H? Hypothalamus. It's located behind the pituitary gland, and that is in the brain. Pituitary gland in the brain is one of the master glands. The hypothalamus helps it out a little bit. Hormonally, it secretes a small, through this small group of nerve cells, um, and it's involved in several things. This is the hypothalamus. Breast milk production. And did you know that if a man is having issues and is secreting milk through his teats, and you don't have titties, you have teats, guys. But some it, it just is an indication that something's wrong up there in that uh, gland that's in the brain, you could have some kind of brain malfunction happening if you're secreting milk. You need to get it checked. Mm -hmm. It also, this hypothalamus, it helps control body's temperature Hmm. and the sleep cycle. You know, sleep and wakefulness, um, it helps with balance of the fluids or the water in your body. So there's a lot of things that the hypothalamus does, and it's in the brain. It, it's, it smooths muscle constriction and expansion. It smooths things out in there. Mm-hmm. These are the things that you need to know about hypothalamus. Gutta you heard of that herb, right? These are some of the herbs that, uh, Siberian ginseng again for the hypothalamus. And, and you got to keep the hypothalamus in balance. Remember I said it helps with sleep, wake production, 
And and kind of a couple of them just kind of cross over one another, but they're all in the same system. Now, remember, I tell you all the time, there's 11 systems in the human body. Each system has its own thing that it does. The glandular system is the hormonal system. You got that? So... When you're thinking about your glands, you should think about all the hormones that are now in production. To, and it is a production. It's like a symphony of things happening through this. Uh, okay, so the lymph system. The lymphatic system is your secondary circulatory system. And it uh, includes the lymphatic vessels. The lymphatic vessels is uh, lymph nodes all through the body. And the, excuse me a second, let me take a swallow of water. Oh, water is the best. So you got your lymphatic system and the lymph nodes and and the thymus gland and tonsils and spleen and these are all glands now are part of the lymph system. It's often called uh the circulatory system but it's your secondary circulatory system. It collects tissue, fluids that are not needed by the capillaries. The capillaries are the smallest, um, the smallest circulatory system in the body, uh, or actually your glandulars. And so, if this system, the smallest capillaries in the body are, if we were to put 10 capillaries, we could fit them in one strand of hair. One strand of hair. That's circulation in your body. You want to clog it up? Go right ahead. Guess what will happen? You see these people that have this huge... Uh, what they call elephantitis, those are capillaries clogged. Nothing's moving through there. And it is hard to regulate these things once it's happened. There are some people that are born this way, and that's rare, but most of it comes through some kind of incident, accident. Uh, doctors will operate and cut off something they're not supposed to. Remember this when it comes to getting any kind of surgery that all doctors pretty much they have MD behind their name, right? But somebody had to be at the bottom of the class. Not all MDs are created equal. 
Some of them just skirt right on through. They're smart. They're smart enough to become an MD, but that's where it stops, people. You do not want somebody cutting on you that is not at least halfway up to the top of the line. I'm just saying. So if you're having any incidents in this system and you have to have some kind of surgery, uh, be careful, ask questions, know who you're dealing with here. Circulation is vital in the body. It is the key to the body's defense and cancer protection circulation, circulatory system, and you take advantage of this. You can eat all those fried foods and fatty foods you want, but I'm telling you, they're clogging the system. And again, if you know your circulation, you should know your lymph, the lymph system, your tonsils, your spleen, your thymus, these are part of that system that if you feel your tonsils, right, <clears throat> up under the, the, the edge of the neck towards your jawbone, and if they're swollen or tender, then something is wrong because this is waste accumulating in your body. And often the circulatory system is letting you know that this fluid that goes all through your body, these tiny, tiny capillaries need a little help here. I have a tail from the table. She comes in and she says, now I see her on a regular basis, pretty semi-regular, hadn't seen her since mm, October of last year. She comes in and she says, oh, I had my tonsils removed a couple months ago. What? And for what reason? Because they were swelling and because they were sore and because they were giving me a fit. And so the doctor says, let's just take them out. Excuse me. Let me sit down for a second. Now, your tonsils is the first form of defense for your immune system. And you're going to cut them out and feed them to the pigs? Okay. Think twice, okay? You need every part of your body. And you're just going to cut it out because the doctor says... We're going to stop this soreness, this swelling, this, this. Your body's telling you something. It's not saying, cut me out. Okay, so she got her tonsils removed and she thinks she's fine now because she doesn't have symptoms. But the problem is still there. And it will shift from one section of this lymph system to another. Oh, boy. You know, you need your protection. You need your signs. Pain is your friend. 
and you just disguise it, cover it up, and ignore it. And instead of fixing it, protect yourselves, protect yourself, and give your body what it needs. Okay, so the lymph system is um, nutrients moving through your body from the liver. And it takes everything where it's supposed to go. It's moving in there fast and furious and it's moving. And if it clogs up, you're going to feel it. Yeah, and you'll feel it in your tonsils. Lymphatic vessels not only drain waste from the tissues in the body, they're also, like I said, your main route for body's nutrients from the liver and the intestine to your intestines. Your small intestines is where 90% of your nutrients are dumped into this circulatory system and sent to the rest of the body for nourishment. Okay, so a quick tip. In the morning, you want to drink your lemon water, right? I told you that. Did I tell you that before? Lemon water should go into your body first thing in the morning and sit out in the sun. Yeah. Sit out in the sun for 10 to 20 minutes. And you're saying, I heard you say that. You say, who has 10 minutes in the morning? That goes towards extra sleep, please. Get out of bed. Go sit outside. Get a little sun. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm in Southern California. The sun shines all the time. Do not come in this direction. We got enough homeless people out here more than any place else, I think, on the planet. But they know the beauty of the sun, and they're alive. They are living, and they're getting more sunshine than the average person. Sun keeps us alive. Ten minutes, that's all you need. I, I do about ten, sometimes twenty. But the sunlight in your eyes, a little stretch here and there, uh, the lymphatic system is moving, it's vibrating, it's it's doing its thing. It is amazing what little you need to do to keep this thing going. And yet, people will not do that. Ha have you heard of the vibratory machine? We have one in our studio. And you stand on it and you just vibrate. Get some circulation going in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, tail from the table. One of my clients, when she first came in, overweight like crazy, she had knots all through her legs, which is the lymphatic system. Uh, uh, and, and, and these little knots, pea-sized knots all in her legs. She would come in every day. And we allowed her to do this. Didn't cost her anything. Just come in and get on the vibratory machine. Shake, rattle, and roll, sister. And do you know that after about a month, all those knots in her legs were gone? 
the lymphatic system moved it on. Shake, rattle, and roll. Do things like a hula hoop for about 30 minutes. That's fun, yeah? How about the trampoline? Acupuncture helps. Acupressure helps. Uh, if this is what you avoid, you avoid commercial deodorant. Clogs up the system, especially under the arms, right? And now you got a clogging system that happens. You need to move this system. Okay, we're talking about the ovaries now. Ovaries are on either side of the pelvic area. Go ask Google if you're not sure of where they are. They produce female hormones. Two in specific, estrogen and progesterone, right? And they're, 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 they're responsible for maintaining your, your secondary sexual characteristics and preparing the uterus and the breast for reproductive cycles. Mm-hmm. So... You need to do certain things to keep these bad boys in order, the ovaries. And uh, a lot of people, a lot of women uh, have no clue what to do. So we're going to spend some time, uh, another time talking about your ovaries. But most women know ovaries, real important for reproduction. How about your pineal gland? Mm. Now, the pineal gland lies just under the pituitary gland behind the eyes. Pineal gland. It's the gland that's highly responsible for mm, the light waves that come in. Like, like I said, you go outside, you sit in the sun, you get the light in there, you're feeding that to uh, that pineal gland, what it needs to help the body out. It's like it's like uh, topping it off, right? There are some people that get no sunlight. I mean, they work graveyard shift, and the light they get is artificial light from from the uh, overhead lights and, and stuff like that. And, and they're staring at that cell phone with that light. And, oh, my goodness, that poor pineal gland catching hell. Totally catching hell. That pineal gland helps with the brain's waves. So it, it kind of opens and closes with the circadian rhythm the rhythm of the sun and the moon. Oh, okay, so you got yourself a gland, tiny wee wee little gland. We call the third eye. And when the sun comes up in the morning, that gland opens up and blossoms like a uh, lotus flower. And then when the sun goes down and that 
tiny little wee wee gland folds back up again and it sends out a hormone into the body and it says prepare yourself for sleep way back when in the day mothers used to say because uh, we're rubbing our eyes and trying to stay awake for the next excitement that's happening right uh and, and mothers used to say when we're rubbing our eyes uh the sandman's coming to take you to bed now the Sandman, because it felt like granulars in the eyes, and you're just rubbing and rubbing until you fall asleep. Pineal gland, sleep wake, light gland, wave production. So it's like a meter like a light meter in your eyes, right? So if you sleep with your TV on, and that means your TV is in your bedroom, uh, that meter is blinking off and on. It's, it's something up, it's wigging off and on, and you need to get it in check. So if you sleep, uh, first of all, get TV out of the bedroom. It's for sleeping, not watching TV. If you have your cell phone under the covers, reading stuff and going through, you're screwing up your eyes. If you have those overhead fluorescent lights in your workplace, you're screwing up your eyes because it really does affect that pineal gland. I'm just saying. These are just some of the things, you know, in my studio, in my room where I work all day long, I don't have the fluorescent lights on overhead. I have lamps in my room, lamps with special bulbs in it at a special hue of lights because I'm in that room all day, all night, not all night, but all day. It's like I start my first client at 10 in the morning. I finish at four in the afternoon doing colonics. And, and, and my calendar is book solid. Trust me, ask any of my clients that try to call and come in like right now. Ain't happening because... I'm booked from the, well, and unless I'm doing my radio broadcast on a Wednesday, everybody knows not to call on a Wednesday. Well, most people. So, uh, but the rest of the time, and I work Saturday and Sunday, the rest of the time I am busy in that room pumping poop out of people. But I digress. I do a good job at what I do so folks know to come to me and they know that I'm going to work for them when it comes to that gut. I know what to do for it. I know how to handle it. I have what they call, I am the poop police. I am the poop whisperer. I, they call me so many things when it comes to working that gut. So I stay busy. 
again, I digress. Let's talk about the prostate for a minute. Right, guys? We need to know about this gland. It is a gland. It's a male gland, and it lies just below the neck of the bladder, right around the top of the urinary tract. Hmm? This is the prostate, two little chestnuts there, and um, they're there for the function Oh, God, that poor prostate has so many functions. It is. It helps with semen, moving it through the urethra, doing an ejaculation. So the prostate gland is both muscle, because it has to move and pump, and it is glandular. So it secretes. It secretes a... Um, Semen and a hormone. It also produces an alkaline fluid that carries the semen from the testes to the vagina. In other words, you're doing the wild monkey dance. Indeed, indeed. And this fluid greatly enhances the changes of fertilization. Boy, I mean, that's strong. It balances the acid environment of the uterus for the sperm. I mean, that's amazing. I, I, I just, and we do take it for granted because all we want to do is, you know, the, the wild monkey dance. That's it. And then it kind of relaxes you during an ejaculation. You get weak and limp and fall back to sleep again, right? That sort of stuff. I say sort of stuff. Come on. I'm 73. <laughs> I ain't seen none of that action in a while. But I remember it. I, I do have good memory of that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thymus. The thymus is a gland. And you're going, thymus? What the H is a thymus? Well, the thymus is a small organ. They're all organs, but they're also glands. But the thymus is a small organ in your chest, just behind the breastbone. And you know, the, the, the breastbone right in the center, it's, it's busy when you're young and as you get bigger and and you go through uh, puberty, it's about one ounce. It's tiny. Over time, it gets smaller, believe it or not, and it replaces itself with some kind of fatty tissue. That's the thymus. We'll talk about that another time because... It has some characteristics you need to know about. It's part of the glandular system. The spleen, oh my goodness. Now, I mentioned spleen, spleen earlier because the spleen, the uh, appendix, the, the tonsils, the, uh, these organs, um, 
Well, the spleen, just like the appendix, can burst. And if so, you need to have it taken out immediately, if not sooner. Other reasons it might need to be removed? Now, there's some things you can live without. I've had people come in to me and I'll ask always, always, always this question. Have you had any surgeries, any operations at all? And I have people start checking them off like a grocery list of all the surgeries and everything that's been removed. And I'm thinking in the back of my brain, because I have an algorithm that's going constantly, how is this person alive? I've had my tonsils removed, my appendix removed, my spleen removed, my adenoids removed, uh, ovaries, uterus. Yeah, you can live without, you can live without legs. Certain organs you cannot live without. But when you start taking out your glandular system and then you you live to be maybe 60, these folks are not going to live ripe old ages. Tell me anybody you know that has had all these things removed and are still alive at the age of 80. They're not. They're gone. The body just says, you know what? I needed that five years ago. And I don't have it. So I'm going to just start fading away. Mm -hmm. And you will. So back to the spleen. The spleen is the body's, is the blood's reservoir. The spleen is where that lymphatic fluid takes your white blood cells, circulates them through the spleen. The spleen rejuvenates those white blood cells and sends them back out for the fight. Tell me that if that spleen is not there, those white blood cells, which is your army, which fights for you, are going to rejuvenate. The body makes white blood cells on their own. It does it. That's your army. But you got to keep them rejuvenated. You got to keep them rejuvenated. Yeah, every Everybody has cycles. We talked before about the body cycles. You have healing cycles, mending cycles. If you cut your hand and it's bleeding and the blood will coagulate, All this is done through different uh, cycles in the body. It'll scab up, and under the surface of that scab, under the surface, under the, the, is it a surface? Under the scab is where it is doing its job healing and mending. And when that scab falls off, then you got new skin up under there. Mm-hmm. You sure do. Tell me the body is not capable of doing it. There's not a pill on the planet.
that can do what the body can do on its own. But if you're not going to help it do its job, I'm telling you, all you have to do is eat crazy. And most people do. A lot of people do. Uh, people that come into me and they may have been eating crazy, but by the time they come to me, uh, we put them on the straight and narrow. Put them on the straight and narrow. Certain things I need to know in order to do that, but it's it's doable. And when you do, you start feeling better. Another tale from the table. My one young lady that comes in, I guess she's about 60-ish, and uh, she's overweight, yeah, and you know, people that are overweight don't mind being overweight, except when you lose the ability to walk. Well, she had not lost her ability to walk when she came into me. She was just depressed and a few other things that were going on, and she just wanted to get it together. And you know, one of the things that I do when you lie on my table, first thing I do is grab your feet. Believe me, I, I'm there to do a colon therapy treatment, but I grab your feet. And I got a little bit of solution that I make, which is, well, my assistant makes it. It is uh, uh, olive oil and uh, shea butter. Mm -hmm. So I'm rubbing the feet. I'm massaging the tootsies. And it feels pretty good, especially if you haven't had your feet rubbed in a while, you know. And so I'm rubbing the feet and then I rub the ankles. And I'm, But I, I'm not just rubbing it to be rubbing. I am looking at your toenails. I am feeling your ankles. See if they're swollen. I am moving the lymphatic system in your legs, you have high concentration of lymph and nodes in your legs, in your arms and hands and, and behind the neck and shoulders and, and chest and belly. So I'm rubbing the legs and I get up to the knees and I'm feeling the knees and then I go to the other side and I'm feeling the knees and I say to her, you have a lot of scar tissue in your knees. And she says, really, how can you tell? Well, I am a professional, you know, I can tell certain things, but one knee is a little bit larger than the other. So I pointed it out and I say, so what's going on with this knee? She says, well, it hurts uh, a lot of times, but it's okay. I'm going, it's not okay. What do you mean it's okay? So I go through this whole plethora of how she's going to look in another five years if she makes it there. She's going to be on a stick, a wheelchair, a walker, a cane. She's going to be limping and barely carrying this weight around on weight-bearing joints. So by the time I finish lecturing her about that one knee, I've already gotten up to the fingers and the hands and the wrists and the arms, and I'm still rubbing now. 
I've got a, a, a whole routine to help stimulate the lymphatic system in the body, which makes the body feel good. It moves lymph. Lymph is where white blood cells are circulating. Those are the killer cells. Did I tell you that? And the killer cells, when they get loose and start circulating, really makes the body feel much better. I haven't even got to the gut yet. But I have a routine. And by the time I get there, your body, and it stimulates the immune system. Did I tell you 70 to 80% of your immune system is in your gut? I've stimulated the outer areas of it. I get that gut stimulated because I'm rubbing that belly practically the whole time. I mean, it's a whole thing. And then poop comes out. It is amazing. And it's a turn on. It's a turn on to some people. It's a turn on to me because I know you're going to feel better. Right? Amazing. Did I digress? I'm talking about glands. Okay, so. Okay, where am I? Hmm. We were talking about the spleen, but we'll talk about that another time because we're closing in on the show. And I want to get to testes. Ooh, we talked about the prostate. How about the testes? Girls, you want to know about testes? The guys already know or they think they know. It is the male gonads. And what is a gonad? It is a real term. The gonads is an organ. And it's located in the scrotum. Scrotum. What the hell is a scrotum? Some people want to know. A scrotum is a patch of skin containing the testicles. Okay, this is just too much for one's pea brain. Let me go back. The male gonad is an organ located in the scrotum, which is a patch of skin containing the testicles. Did you get that? They carry around these things, girls. They they dangle down there. Oh, my God. How do you live with that stuff? Oh, but let me tell you, the testicles are the workhorses of the male reproduction system. Whoa. Okay, so think about it. Producing the sperm and the male hormone testosterone. That's the male. What was the female? Uh, Estrogen and progesterone. Testosterone. That is the, well, we call it the workhorse of the male reproductive system, but boy, it is busy. From this, this, these, the, the, the gonads 
Okay. This is a, what did I see? I have a, I have a question here that just popped up. It says, oh Lord, she's having a bird and bees talk this morning. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. But this is the whole, the whole system of hormones is birds and bees, right? Uh, Okay, so you have to just get a good idea of what we are housing in this body that we can't see, that we have control over. And if we have control over it, and if we know how they work, we can save them. We can save ourselves. Okay, so here. Testosterone. Testosterone is that sperm that, it, it, and you can test it. You can test the sperm to see if it's working, to see if you've got good hormones being produced and, and help yourself. I mean, some guys don't even know that between mm, 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. is the highest level time for testosterone. All right? Uh, Between 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. Girls, we know when we need to... Do the wild monkey dance. We know this. And when we do the wild monkey dance, what we're doing is, uh, you know, morning sex. Okay, guys? Morning sex is the best, right? I, at least I, that's what I heard. I'm not a guy. I don't have, uh, gonads. <laughs> My God, how do we live with these things? Simple blood tests can tell you, you know, and the the testosterone is circulated throughout the body and it's done through your lymphatic system. Do you see how all this stuff connects and you think in your head it's all separate and apart? Wrong. Wrong. Okay. So, you know, next time you go to the doctor, have them just test how much uh, they may do that. I don't know. But you need to have it checked because there's such a thing as uh, male menopause. It's called antropause. Check it out. Look it up. A N D R O. P-A-U-S-E. M-O-U-S-E. Anthropos. It's a system for um, that if it's off, you have major fatigue. Yeah. It, you have decreased libido. What? And an attitude that's off the chart. And a gradual decline in testosterone. Okay. 
So now you know. But let me give you this, because some of you don't know. Um, to have high levels of testosterone, you need to eat more fatty fish, uh, oysters, leafy greens. There's some guys out there that won't eat anything green. Please. You want to save yourself? Green food. Okay. So, <laughs> I've gone through most of the glands. I had to just kind of skirt on through. But I want to say, uh, first of all, Again, my name is India Holloway. I am here on the Inner Light Radio every week at this very same time. Join me here each week. Next week, you know what I'm going to talk about? I'm going to talk about how to use your stool, your poop, to tell the body's state, how sick you are. Yeah. I am the poopologist, remember? Yep. So, right here next week, join me. India's Healthy Living Studios is my company name. It's uh, in good old Culver City, California. Reach me at 310. Uh, that's just not the studio. Reach me at 866 557 9557. India's Healthy Living Studios. Until next week, I want to say with love and great gratitude, ciao for now. Healthy.